0: A psalm and a poem, a reading and a reflection, and a collect for today, January the ninth of January the ninth. The psalm is a hundred and forty-eight, <clears throat> and the refrain is O praise the name of the Lord. O praise the name of the Lord. Alleluia, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise him all you his angels, praise him all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you stars of light. Praise him, heaven of heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He made them fast for ever and ever. ever. He gave them a law which shall not pass away. O praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist. Tempestuous wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild beasts and all cattle, creeping things and birds on the wing, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the world, young men and women, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name only is exalted, his splendour above earth and heaven. He has raised up the horn of his people and prays for all his faithful servants. The children of Israel, a people who are near him. Alleluia. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Oh, glorious God, your whole creation sings your marvellous work. May heaven's praise so echo in our hearts that we may be good stewards of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 148 by Malcolm Geith. We wait to hear the whole creation sing. But even here, redeemed, we start the song. Begin the praise of heaven's Lord and King. So praise him, all you angels, all the throng of beings whose intelligence and love our mortal minds can scarcely grasp, whose strong and energetic joy reaches above our range yet sometimes glimmers through the veil of our own Eucharist. Our partial love is joined with theirs in singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord, the earth and heaven are full of glory. One day we'll be holy, drawn into that sanctus, and our given part will harmonise with all created things, as earth herself is lifted into heaven. reading from the first letter of John, chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. There are three that testify the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and these three agree. If we receive human testimony, the testimony of God is greater, for this is the testimony of God that he has testified to his Son. Those who believe in the Son of God have the testimony in their hearts. Those who do not believe in God have made him a liar by not believing in the testimony that God has given concerning his Son. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. A reflection on the reading from 1 Chun, chapter 5, by David Rancorn. Whatever is born of God conquers the world. When I say that my faith is in Christ? I might mean this is my decision and what I believe. Or I could be saying, it is Christ who holds my faith. The former can easily suggest that the business of having faith is my responsibility to sustain. The latter puts divine love at the centre. The stress is on Christ. Someone far more reliable both holds me and my fragile offerings. I am held safe in him. But it is much more than that. In Christ we are drawn into a life of extraordinary transforming vitality where all things are possible. Love is or it ain't. Thin love ain't love at all, wrote novelist Tony Morrison. The love in John's epistle is anything but thin. It conquers the world. Through it anything becomes possible. Can we believe this? Is love really that powerful? It is much easier to be convinced by the powers that hate and destroy. The ability to imagine a love that is up to this task of transformation is not easy. Perhaps the first response is to let the sheer scale of John's vision and its bold confidence challenge us. What if we suspend disbelief and imagine, just for a moment, that this is true? Love conquers the world. Let the imagination go play. After all, our faith is in Christ. Collect. Creator of the heavens, who led the Magi by a star to worship the Christ child, Guide and sustain us that we may find our journey's end in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.